Welcome, everybody, to the Filth and Wisdom Podcast. It's me, Tonto, from Toronto. What are you saying? How are you doing? But I got a question for you. Where is your ass gonna go when the music stops? Where is your ass gonna go when the music stops? What do I mean by that? When I was a kid, I used to go to birthday parties. I had a lot of cousins, I had a lot of friends in school. Every month, I was hitting up a birthday party. And there was a popular game at these birthday parties called Musical Chairs. For those of you who don't know, who've been under under a rock for the last 50 years, (laughs) Musical Chairs. How you played that was, you set up a bunch of chairs in a circle, right? Everybody has a chair, and you play some music, and people walk around the chairs in a circle. They walk around the circle of chairs in a circular direction. As the music is playing, they start taking away the chairs. So obviously, there's there's more people than chairs. And when the music stops, you got to sit down, and whoever's left standing, Whoever is is left standing is eliminated from the game. Musical chairs. It's a classic. Kids love it. But I asked earlier, where is your ass going to go when the music stops? You see, the thing about musical chairs is it's a lot like life, a lot like economic life, right? We're circling the chairs as the music is playing. We're going to work. We're investing. We're running our businesses. We're doing our side hustles, all of that. But once the music stops, once the economy stops, whether it's a recession, whether it's COVID, whether it's a sector that's down, where is your ass going to sit down? Because COVID-19 stopped the music for everybody across the world, right? People who worked at the gym, the music stopped. The gym was locked. People who worked at the bank, the music stopped. The bank was locked. People who worked at a restaurant, the music stopped. The restaurant's locked. COVID-19 stopped the music. Stopped the economic music. And a lot of people are left standing. They have nowhere to sit when the music stops. What do I mean by that? They don't have no money saved, put aside for emergencies. So now they're waiting every two seconds for the government to bail them out. I have no problem with the government giving the citizens back some of that tax money in order to, you know, tie them over until. You know, this whole thing is over. But we all know that whether it's the $2,000 you're getting here in Canada or the $1,200 you're getting in the States, the average person can't live off that because, one, our lifestyle is way above that two grand a month. And two is that most people in North America are in debt. They're in debt. 
And when the economic music stops, meaning that the money stops coming in, so you can't live paycheck to paycheck anymore, you get exposed. Now you ain't got nowhere to put your ass. That's why the government's running around trying to force landlords <clears throat> to stop evictions. That's why the government is paying all these companies, right? Paying, basically covering the company's payroll so people don't lose their job because they know that this thing could get worse, right? Not only the music could stop, all the chairs could get taken away, you know what I'm saying? And most people won't have nowhere to put their ass. And you got to ask yourself, right? Look at your current situation right now. Look at the COVID-19 situation. Are you able to stand, sorry, to sit down in this situation and wait for the music to start playing again? One of the reasons why the governments are such, so in a rush to find a cure, so in a rush to open everything back up, you know, get from phase one all the way to phase three to whatever phase they have left. One of the reasons is we don't have any money saved up as a society. We don't have any funds in place, whether it's the government or the people. We don't have any savings in place to hold us down until this thing is over. It's sad, man. It's sad. A lot of people don't have anywhere to put their ass once the music stops. Right? Nowhere. They have no chair to sit on. What were we doing all this time when the music was playing? You know, we won't we won't we won't focus. You see when you play musical chairs. Some of these kids, they focus on the chair like, yo, I'm going to sit on that chair. I'm going to walk slow. I'm going to put one hand on the chair. Because they know any time now, that music could stop. That's how some people live their life. That's how I live my life, right? I play musical chairs like that. I don't care. Call it cheating if you want. That's what I did. I made sure to keep my eyes on the chair and to stay very close to the chair. So if the music stops, my ass will be able to sit down. A lot of people weren't doing that. A lot of people had the mindset that, you know what? This is going to go on forever. And I'm not saying that I had a crystal ball to see the future. I'm not saying that, <clears throat> you know, I, 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 could, I could see the future. I didn't know a pandemic was going to happen. I just had stuff in place, right, that if an emergency should happen, I have funds available. I have resources available to get me through this problem. Because right now we're going on what? What's it now? Seven months? Six, seven months. Let's say six months of pandemic lockdown. Six months, right? You're supposed to have three to six months of money set aside for emergencies. That's personal finance fundamentals. Most people don't. That's why they run into the government and waiting on the check. And again, nothing's wrong with the government giving the people back the money. That's better than them taking it and spending on, on God knows what. Right? 
our government over here got themselves in a little bit of charity scandal, but I'm not trying to get involved in all of that right now. So it's better that they give the people back the money than waste it on foolishness. I'm down with that. But what I'm not down with is people personally not having their house in order. So when things like this happen, they can't sit their ass down and wait it out. The music stopped. And now you can't sit your ass down. Why? You're driving your savings around. Yeah, it's nice. But is that nice vehicle holding you down right now? You financed it, right? So those car dealerships don't care about no pandemic. They want their car payment. Whether you're getting your money from the government or you're getting it from work or whatever, they want their money. Your landlord wants their money. The mortgage company wants their money. The utility company wants their money, right? The debt collectors want their money. And if you don't have your house in order to where you don't even use those institutions, then when the music stops and the funds stop running, you ain't got you you won't have anywhere to put your ass. A lot of people are assed out right now. You know, I'm pulling for them though. I'm not trying to spite the people. We've been told by economists over and over. Google the articles. Google all the articles. They'll tell you the average Canadian, the average U.S. household is such and such in debt. Right? There was an article um, that was published over here in Canada. Said the average Canadian was 173%, right? Insolvent. 173%. For every dollar, we owe 173% on every dollar. I believe that was the figure. People are leveraged to the eyebrows, man. Why? Because they're thinking, hey, Everything's going to go on like it was. Tomorrow is going to be like yesterday. No, that's not how the world works because there's unforeseen circumstances. And the problem is when you don't put money aside, you don't prepare yourself, and you don't get out of debt, what you're doing is you're acting like there won't be any unforeseen circumstances, right? 9-11 was an unforeseen circumstance. The housing crash of 2008 that rocked the global economy, that was unforeseen circumstance. Coronavirus, unforeseen circumstance. These things happen, man. And if you don't have the tools in place to weather this storm, you're going to be asked out. You have nowhere to put your ass. I hope people learn from this. God willing, I hope that if you're able to get through this thing, right? I'm not talking about a disease. I hope nobody, no more people die from this coronavirus thing because it's crazy. But if you're able to get through this and you still have your job and whatever and you barely made it, you better make sure you're preparing for the next storm. You'd be foolish if you just sat there and thought that, oh, well, 
the pandemic's over, I'll get, I'll go back to what I was doing before, back to business as usual. Nah, nah, it's not back to business as usual. Now you got to turn around and evaluate stuff and say, hey, how could I have weathered that coronavirus thing better? What do I need to put in place, right? And it's not only a matter of finances. I mean, that's the obvious one. But even the matter of health. I was a fat ass at a point in my life. I was a fat ass. I was fat, overweight, out of shape, always sickly. Got my big ass in the gym. Got my big ass on the road. Got my big ass on the bicycle and lost that weight. And every day, I'm trying to keep it off. Am I jacked like Arnold? Nope. Right? I'm saying, am I lean like a Usain Bolt? No. I'm healthy, according to my family doctor. That's where I want to be. Healthy. Not obese and overweight. Why am I saying that? Because the coronavirus... For the most part, it was killing people who had a weak immune system. And a part of having a weak immune system is being out of shape. Your body can't battle this, you know, advanced version of a common cold. Something's wrong with you, especially if you're if you're at the age. Like, if you're dying of it and you don't have any pre-existing medical medical conditions, and you just let yourself go. And now this virus is in your body and it's giving you that work. Something's wrong with you, man. You need to fix yourself. You know. The first thing I would do. As soon as this virus thing goes over, I'll get my ass in the gym. Get my body in tip-top shape. Right? Get back my get back to healthy. Because we don't know. What other pandemics could be out there? The best thing you could do for yourself is keep that immune system tight. Eat right, work out, rest and recover. Very simple. But some people have been bedridden because of this thing. Because the music stopped, right? Can't smoke cigarettes every day like that anymore. There's a virus out there. Can't be running around touching everything because the virus is out there, according to the experts. But back to the economics. There's people who bought houses they couldn't afford under the assumption that they're going to have this job, this career, and it's all just going to work out. There's people who finance cars, right? Shoot, I know people who had financed trips before the coronavirus hit. And they had to get, and they're lucky they got that deposit back. But they couldn't afford to go on the trip in the first place. See, here in North America, we live a lifestyle of, you know, of delay. In terms of like, we're going to delay the good things. And we want the, the, the things that are not so good right now, right? We'll delay paying off the credit card. But, you know, we want to have 
We want to go eat out right now. We want to go on that trip right now. That's the problem. We're not making a contingency plan for the day the music stops. You got to start thinking long term. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Right? Got to start thinking long term, man. It's only right to think long term. It's only right. You can't be wasting your time worrying about just today. You have to focus, think five, six, seven, 20 years down the road. So when the music stops, you'll be safe. Plenty of people aren't thinking like this. You're thinking like this. Why? Because you're listening to this podcast. You're listening to this audio. You have to put something away for tomorrow. That's what people ain't thinking. That's why they're buckling so much under the pressure. You know, if people, if we had reserves in place on the government level and on the personal level, like if everybody had like enough money saved and put aside and society was like functioning the way it should, instead of everything being leveraged and and everybody's in debt, what would happen is we would be able to weather this thing way better than we're doing right now. And I think people will be less tempted to, you know, open their business on the low or to like, you know, go outside and and socialize and all that. Because we've been accustomed to this lifestyle of just like consume, 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 consume. And if the thing is not, if if it's not, if nothing's popping, we, we just can't, we can't, we can't sit still. That's why people are going berserk right now. They're locked in their houses. In your house. Can you imagine? Your employer tells you to stay your ass at home and get paid and you can't chill. You can't sit down and chill. You have to go outside and find something to do. It's weird, man. It's weird. Like, surely there's books you haven't read. Surely there's, like, documentaries and films you haven't seen. Right? You got to find something to do. This is this this little this this pandemic could be an opportunity, right, to get away from the rat race and actually reposition yourself. That's what I'm taking it as. Like I'm using this pandemic to solidify this podcast thing because I'll be honest with you, I always wanted to do a podcast, but I never got around to it. Too much things going on, family. I got the work going on. I got the social life. And it was always something I put to the back the back burner. Like, oh, later. Maybe later. Maybe later. And now look. Pandemic hit. I'm like, you know what? Now it's time to do this. I have the time. I have the time. Why? Why do I have the time? Because I have a chair to sit my ass down on. See? A lot of people can't pursue their hopes and dreams because they're too busy running around trying to, you know, keep everything level and on square one. And it shouldn't be like that. But because they have nothing in reserve, they're running around with their ass out. 
They're running around with their ass out. I don't think we're through this pandemic thing, man. I may see a few more of them before I, I, I die, man. And I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on the younger side of things, but I might see a few more of these pandemic things. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a most definitely have a chair to sit my ass on, but you need to ask your question, the question to yourself. Am I gonna have a chair to sit my ass down on when this economic music stops? Because it's not even over yet, to be honest with you. Because if the pandemic continues, right, the, the economy was stopped because of a virus, okay? It wasn't stopped because of a natural recession. Like oil and gas market was suffering, yes. But that was a different thing. And this pandemic sort of came in and made things worse. But if this stuff continues and then we 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 walk into a, a straight up recession, holy. Like maybe the pandemic is the preparation for a recession. Like maybe all that money you're getting from the government and the little time you could work, maybe now's the time we should actually be like, you know, battening down the hatches and stuff. We don't know where this thing's gonna go. Cause I'll be honest with you, I think a lot of politicians don't even know. I think everybody's guessing and everybody's waiting to see what the next person does. I'm not going to leave my fate in the hands of a government that's guessing. I got to be able to have my resources in place so I can hold myself down while they figure it out. I remember this experience, man, because it always happens. When I was in high school, I wasted the first two years of high school, man, doing dumb stuff, running around with knucklehead friends and getting high and, you know, chasing girls and bare foolishness, man. And then when I got, like, to my second last year, I was like, man, I ain't, I don't have any more. I don't have enough. I have more credits that I need to get than actual time to get them. I was in a difficult situation. I had to bust my ass. I had to go to summer school. I had to take on extra credit. I was doing more work than the average student on the back end because I didn't do my work on the front end. Because in my mind, I was like, man, once my grade or my generation gets called to graduate, if I don't have all my credits, the music's going to stop and I'm not going to have anywhere to put my ass. We got to think long-term, people. When that music stops, right, and there's not many chairs left, you better make sure that your ass is in one of those seats. And how do you do that? By preparing while the music is playing. You don't run after a chair after the music stops. That's how you lose the game. You see some people play musical chairs and they wander in like far from the chair and they, you know, they're getting really, they're getting into the music. Like they, they're dancing with the music, they're grooving, you know, they're doing a solo. And the DJ will keep playing the music because it's fun to him, right? And then you get so far from the chair 
that when the music stops, you got to turn around and run back. But by the time you run back, all the chairs are taken. Because your ass was too into it. You see, some people are too into it. Like they're too into like society in the sense that when everything's going on and the rat race is going on, they're not thinking long term. They're just thinking about, oh, my job, my project, my this, my that. We got to go to this social event. You should always be thinking, hey, a storm is coming. This could happen. It's okay to be a little paranoid. That's why we got car insurance, right? That's why we got a spare tire in the trunk. It's not that we want to get a flat tire, but it's there because it's a possibility that your tire might get flat. It's a possibility that the economy might collapse. It's a possibility that your job may not be there tomorrow. It just is. He had a whole bunch of people not bothering nobody before the pandemic, going to their jobs, doing their jobs, living their lives. This thing came out of the blue and just got a lot of people out of work. No fault of their own. You can't even blame the company. It's just a circumstance. Right? And these people have nowhere to put their asses. Because they were living under the assumption that, hey, you know, it is what it is. Life's just going to continue as it is. Get, let's get it straight. I'm not bashing these people. We all fell victim to, of this coronavirus one way or the other, right? It's just, it's silly to me to be living in a world of uncertainty, a world where for the millennial generation, a career is not even guaranteed. At the drop of a hat, a company could ship your job overseas or a company could get bought by another company. Then they, you know, get rid of half of the staff. I've been through all those situations. And anytime you, you know, you get employment or even you run a business, never get under the assumption that, yo, this is going to run forever. It may not run forever. It may not. You know, I understand there's fire extinguishers in most buildings. Are the people that built the building, did they, did they want the building to burn down? Hell no. But the extinguishers are there to help you defend the possibility, right, if there's a fire, right? Fire is possible. There's airbags in cars, seatbelts in cars. Does the maker of the car want you to get in an accident? No. But they put all these, you know, these things in place that if you should happen to get into an accident, your ass could walk away from it alive. And it's no different than when you have, you know, a job or work or a business. You have to put yourself in a position where You'll never run out of funds or never run out of resources. Because any circumstance could come, unforeseen circumstance, and take it away from you. The music stops, now your ass doesn't have a seat. I'm going to encourage you, man. 
whatever side of the coronavirus you're on, whether you're thriving through this or you're struggling, once we get on the next side of this, the first thing you got to do is you better make sure you put the resources in place to hold you down in case any of this stuff happens again in the future, because it will. Whether it's getting yourself healthy, paying off all your debts, saving up some money, getting your house in order, getting your insurance together, paying off that mortgage, whatever it is, right? Switching jobs, whatever it is. Get that in place so you're not left without a seat. Make sure when the music stops, your ass has a seat to sit in. Thanks for listening to Filth and Wisdom. It's Tonto. I'm out.